Hey everyone, this is Lieutenant Megan Burmeister from the Rhode Island National Guard Public Affairs Office, and you are listening to The Wagon Set. Over the next several weeks, we want to start to take a look at our history. That is, the history of the Rhode Island National Guard. I'm going to start with Rhode Island's colonial military history. So, Rhode Island and Providence Plantations began as a British colony in 1663, when the settlers were awarded a royal charter. A requirement for being a member of the colony was to bear arms in protection of the colony. These early colonial militias called for every able-bodied man from 16 to 60 to participate. The militias required their members to hold themselves in readiness in case of an emergency, to appear at their local center for training a prescribed number of days a year, and to acquire and maintain their own weapons. So, as you can imagine, the training and skill of these militias varied quite a bit from colony to colony, and many individuals in the militias didn't know much about fighting in a conflict. There were groups like the Train Band, located in Portsmouth, Rhode Island, who organized earlier in 1638, but many were not as old or regimented of a militia. Additionally, the militia's trainings were based on their leader's knowledge of warfare, and some of the leaders were elected, which means they could have a variety of military knowledge and skills. I don't mean to imply that the colonists were completely incapable of protecting their homes and their families. I just mean to highlight the fact that colonial militias are not really comparable to the modern-day militia, the National Guard. The colonists learned quickly that their traditional European style of warfare and the unconventional warfare practiced by the local Indians were not compatible. They first realized this during King Philip's War, and it was a lesson they would later use to win the Revolutionary War. King Philip's War began in 1675 and was between the settlers of the New England area and a coalition of Indian nations led by Medicom, who was also known as King Philip. It opened up a whole new style of fighting a war to the settlers. Traditional European warfare was very different from the war they now fought. Historically, the Europeans were known for strict codes of conduct that regimented their actions during combat. This style of warfare was not without critique, and the settlers followed a similar military plan and most likely had some of the same flaws in their organizations like a basic lack of flexibility, a scarceness of true professional leadership, and they most likely didn't plan to effectively mobilize all their resources for a war. The settlers learned from the Indians during King Philip's War. They learned how to fight by using surprise, cover and concealment, and by spreading out their forces. They learned to avoid pitch battles, to lay an ambush, and destroy stores of the enemy's goods. These methods would not be used in European-style warfare. All of this experience would come in very handy 100 years down the road when the colonists decided they no longer wanted to be a colony and brought down the wrath of the British Army. Okay, so this is the first of our series on military history. Thank you for listening. Let us know what you think on the Rhode Island National Guard Facebook page. And tune in in two weeks for the next iteration.